welcome you all into episode 40 of Trojan Talk. I know it's been a while. I think it's what, December 12th was the last episode. But, About a month ago. Yeah, with a lot of uh, TA Sports to broadcast and then the, the winter break here at Thorn Academy. We just took a couple of weeks off, but we are back now. And today I'm joined by Cole Purvis and Josh Bosford. How are you guys doing this morning? Awesome. Very cold. Yeah, it was starting to snow as we were walking in. So that's getting back to that, that, uh, that cold, snowy, rainy kind of weather that we've had a few times here in Maine so far. But to start this episode, we want to talk about boys basketball. The three of us broadcasted a game, TA versus Portland. That was TA's first loss. They were knocked off uh, from that undefeated title. Uh, I'll start with you, Cole. You know, well, Davies had another great game, 22 points, but the team loses 57-51. to 51. What did you see in that game from TA? Well, they played hard, and it's a good, tough Portland team that they played. If you didn't watch that game, a quick summary. Portland was just a very good defensive team, really shut down TA. They couldn't get any good three-point shots off. I think this could go one one of two ways. It could be um, kind of just one bump in the road for them, and you look back and say, oh, this was the one night where Portland just played really well and they came in. Or this could start a losing streak, and they have a, a sneaky good Noble team tomorrow night, and then they have South Portland at home on Tuesday. So we saw what happened to Gorham. Hopefully that doesn't happen to TA. And... Um, this team does run through the three ball, and when and when uh, and when you clamp down on the three point line, they could have some trouble. And so, if they don't shoot well, that could worry you when it comes playoff time. Um, it this is a strange comparison to make, not how good they are, but how they play. They're almost like the prime warriors with how they kind of hang around in the first half, but then in the third quarter they go on a run, and Will Davies and Braden Kamiri are in their bag, and then Alicio's blocking shots. That's really the best version of this team, and you could kind of see that third quarter breakthrough coming in that game, but Portland did a nice job just responding and stopping it from from happening and really uh, shutting Braden Kamiri down from the three-point line. So it was a great game, and I, I hope we see these two teams again in the playoffs because it was a good fight. Yeah, I'll touch on it real quick. I think Cole nailed it perfectly there. It was kind of the tale two halves, you know, where T.A., um, you know, really didn't play great in the first half. It was a 34-22 Portland lead at halftime. But second half, TA dominated. Um, Coach Davies even mentioned that in the Portland Press Herald in his interview was, you know, they dominated the second half, but it was just too much of a deficit. So as long as TA can, you know, play two even halves, um, you know, they, they would have been fine. You know, I thought one thing that was very interesting to kind of end my note here was Portland really didn't do a lot of uh, perimeter shooting at all on, on Tuesday night. It was all layups. It was all in the paint. Um, so, again, it was a little bit of a different style for TA to see. Um, um, again, Portland, very athletic, uh, very good team, obviously, in the north, and they're certainly going to be there in the tournament time. Uh, but, again, it was a good test for TA. Um, I think, you know, if you were to have those two teams play ten times, they would probably split five and five. So, again, you're going to see, um, again, TA, good test early here in the or midpoint of the season, and uh, that will only serve them well heading into the tournament. Yep, I agree. I think the one thing that Nicole and I did talk about at the end of that broadcast um, on what, Tuesday night? Tuesday night. Tuesday night, sorry. Uh, we talked about how that this loss doesn't really define that team. I know it, it's it's tough to see them get knocked off um, from being undefeated, and they were they were obviously on a, a great run, but it's certainly not the end of the season for them, and they've, they've got a lot of uh, great games that I think will be wins for them uh, in the future. Well, now we're talking about girls' basketball. Oops, sorry, my headset went out there. Uh, we're talking about girls' basketball. Um, the only undefeated team uh, left in all of Maine, uh, if I have that correctly. I've heard that a couple times. So I want to ask you guys, can they keep it? Obviously, they're playing a back-to-back. They're at uh, at Gorham tonight at, at 6 p.m., and they're home on Friday versus Noble at 6 p.m., which we'll, we'll be doing that game on TATV. But do you think they can keep uh, und- stay undefeated? Oh, yeah, I think they can. They have an incredible team with uh, so many well-rounded players. And the one thing that was missing for them last year was the energy 
and uh, sometimes they would get into a shooting slump and they would lose games. But freshman Kylie Lampson's really brought that energy at the point guard position. And then, of course, they have three players who are just so skilled at everything. Addison Sulikowski, Hannah Cook, and Jess Dow. They all have size and they can shoot. So that's so tough to stop if you're a defense. Just their entire starting five can really fill up the stat sheet, and that's rare in the state of Maine. And uh, they've got some tough matchups coming up. They have Gorham in the Hoops for Hope game, which is a week from tomorrow. And we'll see how they, if they can sweep Gorham on the season. They're a solid team. Then they have Chevris, and that's going to be the big measuring stick for them. As Chevris has uh, a couple of stars, but not quite as many stars as TA, but they do have Maddie Fitzpatrick, who's one of the best players in the state of Maine. So we'll see if TA shooters can overwhelm Chevris or if they drop their first game. But I certainly think they could go undefeated. And I believe the first seed in girls is going to get a bye because of Massabesic dropping out before yep. the season. So they could definitely be in contention for that too, which is something else to watch. Yeah, for me, it's not necessarily about being undefeated. It's just being ready for the tournament time. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if they lose one or even two games in the regular season here in the second half, it's not the end of the world. Um, as long as they're healthy, you know, I think TA, like you said, has some four dynamic players. Um, obviously uh, in their lineup and again they can do it at any different night you know it could be outside shooting it could be inside playing with you know Dow and Cook um, again there's a lot of things to like about this team um, coach Marson and his staff should be very excited for the tournament time because I think this is probably in coach Marson's time um, TA's best chance to hopefully bring home their first ever state title yeah I agree and I think looking back to last year uh, with you know some still some uh, COVID issues last year and injuries um, during the regular season that kind of put them a little bit lower than they wanted to be uh, but this year they've they haven't really had any issues with that so should be looking good for the next couple of games and, and one more thing I don't even I want to say I don't think seeding matters a ton like mm -hmm. TA boys mm -hmm. drop one game even if they're the two seed instead of the one I mean it, it's going to be the same thing it's a neutral site anyway exactly. so it's it's not going to do them too much harm to lose a game yeah I agree We'll finish up with hockey. Uh, hockey won last night versus uh, Boom, which is Biddeford Orchard Beach and Massabesic. A team that they've had some trouble with in the past. They won 8-3, which was a fantastic win. They scored four goals in the third period to close that one out. Obviously, at the beginning of the year, Cole and I and uh, Jeff as well had some, some pretty, uh, I wouldn't want to call it a hot take, but we thought that they weren't going to make it too far. This team has definitely um, had a great season so far. Only one loss. That loss came to Falmouth. Do, I mean, if I were to update my predictions, I'd say that they're definitely going to make it a little bit farther than they than I would have said originally. But you know, what are you guys' thoughts on um, this this hockey team so far this season? Well, they've been solid, and uh, they sweep Biddeford on the season. Who they Biddeford's obviously a big rival, and those games are intense. And uh, the goaltending's been good. They have two goaltenders that they can go to, and so. Uh, that's been really effective for them. But again, hockey's just wait and, wait and see until the playoff because last year TA went in as a, as a team that wasn't supposed to make the re regional final and then they beat Falmouth in the playoffs in, in overtime, I believe, and then they upset Edward Little. So it's one of those sports where you just have to wait until you get to the Cross Insurance Arena uh, come you know late February, early March, and see who upsets who, who hangs on, and I think TA is just as much in the mix as anybody. Yeah, I'd say TA is you know, definitely in that top four conversation of a potential state title winner here in, in Class A. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, just talking about last year, though, Scarborough, real quick, you know, what's the, what were they, the seven or eight seed last year, Scarborough? Yeah, they were lower than TA. They were yeah. lower than TA, and they ended up winning the title. So, um, you know, kind of the same conversation with basketball, where it doesn't really matter once you get into the Cross Insurance Arena, because mm -hmm. it's all neutral site. Um, so it's just all dependent upon matchups. I think hockey... Um, is very dependent on matchups and as we all know uh, the goaltending situation you know if you can get a hot goaltender 
that can carry very far as we saw last year with Scarborough too. So again, TA looking really good here at the halfway point. Uh, they just need to keep up that momentum. You know, their one loss they had to Falmouth. Um, I know they had some key injuries that game as well. So certainly if they can stay healthy, I think they've got all the uh, components and put together a long postseason run. Yeah, definitely. And they have some big matchups coming up. They play Falmouth again at the end of January and they play the Class B, the reigning Class B state champions, Brunswick, um, on January 21st. We'll be doing that game on TATV. But also for hockey, we are going to have um, an interview next week, not this week, but we'll have an interview with a hockey player next week. So stay tuned for that. Um, it's probably sometime midweek again uh, for our episode. But to finish up with TA Sports, we want to talk about our upcoming streaming schedule as well as the Hoops for Hope. As we look, uh, as Cole said earlier, we, we play the girls' team plays Noble on the 13th, uh, which is this Friday at 6 p.m. We'll have that on TATV. Then we'll have South Portland on January 17th, which is Tuesday of next week. That's boys basketball at 7.30 in their big matchup. TA beat South Portland by 9 early, early in the season at South Portland, so should be a good matchup. And then on January 20th, which is a Friday of next week, we have Gorham. Uh, TA girls basketball versus Gorham at 6 p.m., and that is the Hoops for Hope game. If, 7 p.m. 7 p.m., yep. It, it's a little bit of a different time. Um, they also have the JV game at 5.30. If you don't know anything about the Hoops for Hope, uh, it is an event put on. It's a game that uh, the TA has played for, I can't even remember how many years it's been. It's been, I think it's, uh, it's, been, a, it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> Basically what happens is, is um, it's, a, it's a big event. They do a raffle, lots of fun events and stuff, a fan interaction, good stuff um, to raise money for, for uh, cancer awareness. Um, and they raise uh, an incredible amount of money every year. Uh, it's more than I can think off the top of my head, but I know it's a lot. Um, and the girls team always, um, I think it's played Gorham the last couple of years, so it should be a, a great um, event and a great atmosphere. If you want to go to the game, I would totally recommend it. It'll be a great um, fan atmosphere and a great play, great game to go to. But if you want to watch it on TATV, we'll have that coverage probably starting around 6.30, 6.45 for that one. And if you want uh, any more information about uh, Hoops for Hope or about the game or where to donate, you can go to www.hoopsforhopemain.com uh, for more information. Now we will switch it over to professional sports, and I think the one thing that uh, I've been looking forward to is the playoffs for the NFL. They are set now, and we I'm gonna just we're just gonna go right into it. I want to get your guys' predictions, so let's go through. I'm gonna go through a couple of games with you, get your thoughts, and then we'll we'll see who I'm gonna ask who you want in the Super Bowl. Things gonna be in the Super Bowl. So the first game I want to ask you guys about uh, is the. Um, Excuse me, the Buccaneers versus the Cowboys, which I believe is the it's Monday night. Monday night. Yeah, Monday night game. So that'll be uh, a good matchup. What do you guys? Who do you think is going to win that game, and why? Well, they met in Week One in Dallas, and Tampa Bay won convincingly. And then, if you had told me that these teams would have gone in separate directions, I would have been shocked. But the thing about the Cowboys is, I Dak Prescott has thrown, we have a league high uh, twelve interceptions this year, which I know some aren't his fault, but he also didn't play. A lot of the games this season I don't trust Dak and again if I, I think I said the exact same thing last year if Dak has the four game stretch of his life and goes off the Cowboys could win the Super Bowl but mm -hmm. I don't trust them this is the game that I I hate that you started on this one because this, one, <laughs> this one's the closest in my opinion because I don't trust Dallas but I do think they sneak by Tampa Bay because I don't think Todd Bowles has done a good job with that team and their offense hasn't been real effective in the short passing game uh, Hopefully they can find Mike Evans over the top some more. But give me Dallas, but I don't feel good about it. You forgot to say the two most important words there, Cole. Tom 
Brady. Oh, yeah, okay. yes, right yes, there. Yes. Right there, Zach. So that's the difference right there. So tell me who, who he's got. Dak Prescott, Tom Brady, who you want to take in a close playoff game. Yeah, but I'll Tom, take Brady, Tom, Brady. Tom Brady also lost to P.J. Walker and Kenny Pickett. Yeah, I, I, uh, distant memories. That, that's that's <laughs> what I think when I... I don't uh, trust the Cowboys either, Cole. I agree with your point. Yeah. I don't trust them. I don't trust McCarthy as their coach. So I'll take Tom Brady at home. I think it'll be a good game, no matter what. It's, it's going to be very close. close. Uh, so uh, a couple more that I just want to touch on. Obviously, I mean, I think to most of us, the, the 49ers-Seattle Seahawks matchup is pretty easy pick. i got the 49ers in that one. Same for the Bills and Dolphins uh, with Tua Tagovailoa and I think also Teddy Bridgewater both be out. Skylar Thompson, Skyler Thompson. So those seem to be Thanks. pretty pretty easy matchups. But the ones that I have some questions on uh, is the uh, Chargers at the Jaguars, a 4-5 matchup in the AFC. What do you guys think about that one? That's a, a very exciting game. It'll be a Saturday night, I believe. Yes. You've got Al Michaels calling that game. Yeah. He goes back yeah. to NBC, so that'll be fun to watch. And you have Trevor Lawrence and Justin Herbert. Should be a good offensive matchup. Uh, another another real toss-up. I know everybody kind of in the NFL community has agreed on that, that this game is going to be fun. But I'm going to go with the Jaguars because I think they're a better coach team. And it'll be another letdown for the Chargers. I know they made the playoffs, but Staley's got all the talent in the world, and he's got to use it. And... Um, some guys got hurt. We'll see if Mike Williams can go. We'll see if Joey Bosa can go. But I think the Jaguars will pull off a tough performance in maybe the closest game of the weekend and move on to the v- divisional round. But I am cheering for the Chargers just because I love to watch Herbert and Eckler and Keenan Allen and all them play. I- I'm going to go with the Jaguars simply because of what you said right there, Cole, was the Chargers last week played all their starters in a meaningless game. They were locked into the five seed no matter what happened. And then you go ahead and get Mike Williams and Joey Bosa hurt. It's like, I, I just don't know what Brandon Staley is thinking. Mm-hmm. And it, it just frustrated me seeing that and seeing guys get injured. I don't want to see anyone hurt. And it, it, to me, I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to go with the Jaguars because I'm sure in that clubhouse, they were the guys were looking around the Chargers going, what are we doing out here? Yeah. And now, and again, Trevor Lawrence, I'm a, I'm a big Trevor Lawrence fan. I've really liked his progression this year. He's really maturing into a good, strong NFL quarterback. So I'll take the Charger, Chargers. Ugh, Chargers. <laughs> Jaguars at home. I'm going to take the Chargers, but um, I think this is the game that I'm definitely most excited to watch just because I think the Jaguars are still a question mark to me. I've seen them play a lot. I know they they have a good team, but I'm not sure how they're going to play in a playoff setting. Um, but the last game I want to ask about um, is the Vikings and the uh, Giants. It's a 3-6 matchup. The J- Vikings are the three seed. But towards the end of that season, the Vikings kind of fell off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Kind of seemed like they were, you know, where they were at wasn't really... Um, you know, deserving of how they were playing. So I want to, what do you guys think about that matchup? Every year in the, I don't want to say every year, but I remember last year, Dallas hosted a wild card game against San Francisco. And that was the consensus upset pick. It was kind of uh, the trendy upset pick to pick San Francisco in that game. And this is that game this year, the Giants and the Vikings, because a lot of people don't trust the Vikings. And I hate to take the trendy underdog pick, but I'm going to go with the Giants in this game because, um, Again, I think they're slightly better coached. I think their uh, their defense is going to step up to the task against Kirk Cousins and the Vikings. Obviously, the Vikings have more talent, but nothing's made sense about the NFL this year, mm-hmm. and I'm going to go with the Giants moving on to the divisional round and continue their good story. I think I'll take the Giants as well, <laughs> simply because the Vikings had, like, I think it was 10 straight games or where they won by one score or less. Yeah, point and differential wasn't good. It was, it was incredibly slim margins. And, mm-hmm. again, I think, you know, like you said, they are more talented, absolutely. They're the best wide receiver in the NFL. And they just, for some reason, it's just not clicking right now, um, whatever it may be. So, you know what, I'll take the Giants, absolutely. I think they're they're an interesting Cinderella story for this postseason. I'm right there with you. Brian Dable is going to uh, coach his way into – a divisional round and hopefully that'll, that'll help them out 
but real quick, just want to get your your Super Bowl predictions. So who do the two of the two teams you think will play in the Super Bowl? Who do you think will win? I'll go Cole first. Okay. Um, you know, I was gonna go with San Francisco. They were kind of my midseason pick, but Brock Purdy hasn't been super accurate, and I think that's gonna come back to haunt them in the postseason. If he if he throws a big interception, I, I love Brock Purdy, but I think his accuracy has been a little bit overrated, and so. And again, I don't trust Dak Prescott. So Cowboys and 49ers both have very good teams, but I don't trust the quarterbacks. So I'm going to go with the safe pick and take Philadelphia because Jalen Hurts came back and everything started clicking again. You know, I think Sirianni has this team fired up to go. They're great on both sides of the ball. They've had some great midseason acquisitions. And uh, A.J. Brown has been incredible this year with Jalen Hurts. And um, they're very good, you know, running the ball with the quarterback. They do it effectively. They don't do it every play, but... Um, I, I just I think Jalen Hurts has had a great season, and I think they will face the Buffalo Bills, who look like a team of destiny. After the Demar Hamlin injury, they come back out and run the kickoff back, and um, I think Josh Allen, when he's at his peak, peak might be the best quarterback in the NFL. So, give me the Bills and the Eagles. All right, I'm going to go 49ers. I, I just love Kyle Shanahan and what he does over there. I love San Fran's defense. I, I think they're going to ride that to a championship here in the NFC. And then, you know what? I'm going to take the Chiefs. I think, you know, just controlling home field potentially. I don't know what's going to happen with this neutral site, but potentially having home field uh, throughout is going to be huge. I just, I don't know, I've got this weird feeling about the Chiefs here. They seem loose right now. They seem really excited to play. Um, and again, I'm going to take them. And I think the Chiefs will win the Super Bowl. Again, wow. That's a good pick. Um, shout out to the Eagles who just signed. Uh, Roquan Smith to the biggest contract of a is it outside linebacker or inside Ravens, linebacker? Ravens. Ravens. Yeah, oh, Ravens. Ravens. Oh, sorry. Why did I say that the Eagles? Oh, my God. <laughs> um, but um, my pick is going to be the Eagles. You know what? Eagles, Ravens. Wow. Yep. Ravens. So wow. I, I think that the Ravens beat, no matter if they make the Super Bowl or not, I think the Ravens beat the Bengals. With wow. Tyler Huntley. With Huntley or with Lamar Jackson. Over Joe Burrow in Cincinnati. Yep. Oh, I man. agree. That's I wow. think I will be taking your temperature right after uh, this air. I that. think it's I think they they one of those Cinderella runs. I think they definitely lose to the Eagles. It's not a question there, but um yeah. I, I think everyone is overlooking the Ravens for how the second half of the year went for them. But that's that's my pick. Who paid I, you from the Ravens to say <laughs> that? Nobody. That came out of nowhere. <laughs> That's the last team. I think this is the one year, and I've seen this, a lot of people are saying this on Twitter, that you can't, that this is the one year you could have just put six teams in the playoffs because the Seahawks, I would have rather seen the Lions or the Packers in the playoffs than the Seahawks. And, um, you know, the Bills are going to destroy the Dolphins with a third-string QB. And then, uh, disagreeing with you, I think the Raven, the Bengals definitely beat. Whether Even if even if Lamar somehow plays, I think the yeah. Bengals win. I. I don't know. I don't see the I think Ravens the Bengals beating. win by twenty. Yeah, I don't see the Ravens beating the Bengals, <laughs> right, well, Bills, we'll Chiefs. Come, all right, we'll come back to this when the Ravens beat the Bengals. <laughs> oh, the oh we, can re, we can reevaluate. All right, we'll finish up with a couple of quick topics. Um, the Celtics won last night, one twenty-four to one twelve. But before that, they were having some struggles, um, and a lot of people were calling for Joe Mazzulla's job. I, wanna, I just want to ask you real quick: What do you guys think about Joe Mazzulla this this year? I'm not a Celtics fan, but I think Joe Mazzulla has done a great job. I think you know they've they've had some shooting struggles. That's not Joe Mazzulla's fault. Yeah. Um. I, I think he's great. Just listening to his press conferences, the way that he, you know, talks to the media. I think he's a very smart guy and very qualified for the job. So 
as a Celtics hater, even I think Joe Missoula yeah. is a good coach. I think in the NBA, it's like the biggest league of just like a roller coaster season. You're gonna have some highs, you're gonna have some lows. And again, the Celtics are going through one of those lows. You know, they're coming off like the holiday break. You know, right around yeah. the holidays. You know, it's been a grind. The NBA season is yeah. so long. Oh my gosh. They gave up like 150 points to OKC. Yeah, I, I think they were just like tired. They're mentally yeah. just drained. You know, it's it's tough. You know, you're gonna have those nights in the NBA. It's, it's like loss. Again, they looked pretty good last night. I watched most of that game last yep. night and. I know there's some stars out like uh, Zion didn't play for New Orleans, but still, I, I think it's uh, such a long season. It's like you figure you got to be playing your best in like five months. It's like in May and then early mm-hmm. June, hopefully. So yep. again, it's it's a grind. So I'm not worried about the Celtics at all. Yep. And the last one, just more a fun question. Um, so if you, so, just hypothetically think about this for me. If you were forced to listen to any Boston Boston sports radio show, mm-hmm. that could be something you listen to on the radio, you watch on TV. Um, for 24 hours, and you couldn't do anything else. You just sit in a room and listen, <laughs> listen to it. You can't even watch it. You're just listening to it. Which would you choose, and why? Oh, I know my pick. Uh, I'm not a big like talk radio guy. Okay. They, they have to fill like three hours, and so they just go down rabbit holes yep. of stuff mm-hmm. that doesn't really that, matter. That, that's why this would be very torturous. Yeah, to it, it, no, it would. It, yeah. I, you, I saw this question, and I'm like, that would be a great like fantasy football last mm-hmm. place punishment or something. Yeah. I don't know. I. This is such an unpopular opinion because everybody hates this guy, but I like Maz. Oh, I yeah. like listening to Maz. Okay. I, 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 like, I love Felger and Maz too, by the way. Yeah. Um, but if I had to pick, I would go with, because it's 24 hours and you need to space out your time and have some fun with it, yeah. it's going to get really boring really quick if it's just this hard-hitting answers. And the only thing with Maz and Felger I don't like is it's kind of negative at times. Yeah. <laughs> I would go with uh, Zoe and Beetle. Okay. On 98.5 Sports Hub. I think they have a lot of fun. They have some good yep. chemistry. Um, like you said, sometimes they go down some random rabbit holes. I love the drops that they do on that show. It's it's a fun show. You know, if I'm going to be doing it for 24 hours, I want to have some fun along the way. And they have some interesting commentary as well. Yeah. So um, I would have gone Zolak and Bertrand uh, to BEI, but I'm switching it up because I did not like um, Gresham Keith. I did not like, I don't like Keith at all. But with the new, uh, it's now Gresham Foria, and I think they have a very good chemistry. I like listening to them, and uh, it's on every day, and I end up in, in a room watching it every day. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go Gresham Foria, but again, I'm, I'm in this spot where, like, I if I, I would rather listen to something else, but if I'm forced, <laughs> I'm going to listen to that. All right, that's going to do it for episode 40. I want to thank you all for listening. We will see you next week, and uh, have a great week, guys.